Hello my lovelies, I'm Jay Akrenensai and these are going to be our Libra Eclipse messages. I decided to do them for the individual signs. Now there's loads of reasons for this and you're going to get those messages in other videos. Um, hopefully you guys have watched the Libra seasonals. Remember I said at the beginning of the Libra seasonals that they were just a place to begin. There were loads of other messages coming through. I've also started doing the weekly Aquarian insights, which is my messages and when and where I can, I will share them from an astrological point of view or a tarot point of view or an energetic point of view. But even if I can't, I plan to share whatever I'm picking up about the collective. I'm all about the collective at the moment, as some of you guys know. Now, this Libra solar eclipse that's coming up and it's happening on the 14th of October. Um, I think it's early evening here. Maybe it's like just before 7 p.m. in the evening in the UK. I think you'll have to double check that check it out and that's my mum's birthday as well that libra solar eclipse it feels and i mean that literally as a feeling you guys know i work in energies it feels really significant for me personally and collectively so rather than doing it as one big video i decided to do these as individual videos this intro will be on all the videos the reason is i want to take my time with them i want to be able to read the oracle cards which i don't do when i do that mega video so I'm using Alice the Wonderland, which I'm quite surprised that deck offered itself up for these. And I'm using the Oracle of Visions, which I like to use when I'm going for intuitive messages. In the same vein, that's the reason I'm using Lenormand for this, not Tarot, because with the Lenormand, it's a sandbox that I love for my intuitive messages. And that's kind of what I'm feeling around this as well. This is going to be that new moon energy on steroids. And in that vein, then I would look at this as a six month cycle. Now, what does that mean? It means this is a solar eclipse in Libra that we're having in Libra season. There will be a lunar eclipse or how I see this kind of cycle going to is when there'll be the moon in Libra in Aries season. So that's a six month cycle. So you can revisit this. You can bookmark it, revisit it in a month, two months, three months, whenever because I think the energies play out on a much grander scale. I will just tell you straight off here, although I am planning to do a greater talk on this, I do kind of feel a lot of feminine energy around this. I mean, that's a no brainer, right? When we've got a solar eclipse. But I've also had messages come through around Lilith, which has changed signs, and Selena, which is white moon. We talk a lot around black moon Lilith, there is white moon Selena as well and I've been working with that energy quite a bit too but as I said I will be talking about that in a later video so there's a lot going on and each of the videos that I post each of the readings that I post they are a piece of the puzzle they are one perspective or one idea around this so I'm trying to go for a holistic with all of these aspects and perspectives that they come together and you are a crucial part of that so see how this plays out for you work with the energies that are presented but in this reading just to kind of reiterate i am going for a purely kind of intuitive what are the cards saying message rather than intellectualizing and, and bringing in the more astrology stuff although inevitably i end up doing that sometimes anyway because that's my process but the intention is to just give you the messages that come up in this thank you to everyone that likes shares subscribes you guys help the channel immensely when you do that a massive thank you and a shout out to everyone that makes a donation you guys really help to support the channel and i cannot thank you enough for that there is information in the description on how to make a donation or to book a reading with me 
that's all I think I want to say for this. I love you guys. Let's get on with the reading. Hello, my lovelies. These are going to be your Libra solar eclipse messages for Pisces. Hello, Pisces. It's already been a bit of a plava. Let me finish just putting the cards down there. You're going to see two cards flipped as soon as it ends, the shuffle bits end. There you go. Right. So here's the thing. I already started recording this. I flipped them on camera. But what I do is, <laughs> excuse me, um, my mic was muted. I'd muted it. So I was talking, I'd been talking for about five minutes and then I realised the bloody mic was muted. So I've gone back and done this. So you didn't see me flip them. So let's just cover it. There's loads to cover for yours. Buckle up, just buckle up, Pisces. That's all I'm going to say. And I will, I'm going to explain this in a moment, but I just want to say this to you. For If your reaction to everything that I say here is, Jay, you don't understand. I want you to know I'm saying it because I do understand. Right. You'll have to trust me on that. I've got progressed sun in uh, Pisces. Anyone that does progress charts for you into astrology. Right. The last time I had a new moon uh, 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 in my progressed lunations, this might be getting complicated, but hey, it's a big deal. Right. My new moon it was in Pisces, 10 degrees Pisces. So, yeah, I, I do know and I have a lot of Pisces in my life, too. But let's talk about the flip cards first. So. If you've watched any of the others, and hopefully you watch Libra at least, but all of the others, I pull the Alice the Wonderland first, then I pull the Oracle of Visions. Somehow in yours, it it got flipped, and I only realised that you know when I was um, sat here afterwards thinking, what the hell? Why are they in the weird places? If you saw, I was kind of touching it, thinking, well, something wasn't right there. They're meant to be in that order. So what does that tell me straight away? Your fish is flipped. The whole reason I said the whole thing about, you know, I do understand. If you think I don't understand, I do understand. Um, is because when it's muted like that, the mic, everything's a sign. Everything's a message when I'm doing a reading. I don't believe in coincidences. And so, so that's, you know, nobody wants to hear it. All right. I understand that. I know some of you will want to hear it. Now, how I know some of you will want to hear it, because the parts of this the kind of filler where I'm applying it. I've had so many conversations with Pisces and I'm going to say the more kind of self-aware Pisces. Now, I say that not to say that if you don't agree with what I'm saying or if you're not on board with this, this is not like, you know, underhanded slight, is that you're not self-aware. You're just aware of a different part of yourself. That I'm seeing the self-awareness in them from this perspective. Right? I think it takes a lot to be open and honest about this kind of thing and where people are challenged and all the rest of it right I think it's very easy to just um no it isn't right it, well it's not even easy but at some point it becomes easy to just focus on where it's difficult or why it would be hard or why it's impossible right but that is a truth as well and that is a level of self-awareness of where I am challenged right um I want to make that very clear because I hear a lot of these underhanded me messages and I've made them in the past as well. So just owning it of like, you know, the self-aware people do this. The implication being that the other, if you don't do that, then you're not self-aware. No, you are aware. If you don't agree with what I'm about to say, you're aware of a different part of yourself. And maybe that's the whole point of the fish being flipped. This, um... Just around what's coming up here, massive messages, right? Massive messages. You're going to a very massive cycle. Now, I could say that to everyone. I could say that 100% to everyone. Uh, what, one of the things that I've learned the most 
uh, being Aquarian Insight, doing Aquarian Insight for as long as I have, is that every sign, every person thinks their transits are the, the you know, the, the end of the world, are, are the biggest. And it's like, but you don't understand, I'm going through this. hey i'm included in that and, and of course in in some aspects that is true because you are the one that has to experience whatever you're going through right other people you don't you don't get to experience what other people go through you can only go experience what you go through so on one level yes that makes absolute sense but this reading speaks to your true nature and how you bring it into the world now when I looked at this and I saw the hourglass and time, that's Saturn, right? Straight away. Um, I got a certain, I mean, there's almost like an, uh, she's not very old, but the crone energy comes through looking at this, which is one of Saturn's, um, is an expression of Saturn energy. That's what this is going on. This is what's happening around this. But you don't even have to take it from now. I want you to think back to Pisces season. I want you to think back to your season, right? And... I think Saturn was just preparing to move in your sign then or something. Or maybe it was during your season that Saturn moved there. But we talked about physical reality or no physical dreams or something I talked about. That's not what I'm going to talk about here. I want you to remember that the first message of your season, I still remember it and I don't really remember readings at all. But I remember your reading, Pisces reading for Pisces season. I remember the first card out, it was mortality. You guys remember that? So mortality came out for you. And that was, you know, life is short. And, and that's something that we say all the time. And on a, a it, we can intellectualize it. We understand it from a logical place. Do we feel it? And I asked that then, right? Do we feel it? That, you know, we don't have infinite time to do everything in this incarnation. And that is the point here. Yes, Pisces energy is infinite. It, those mystical waters go on forever. But you are a physical human being. And I know it pinches, right? And not all the time, I, I get it, right? You know, not all the time. But a lot of the stuff, this is the dynamic. I'm trying to think of the best way that I can convey this. And this is your reading, basically, but you'll, you'll see it illustrated in a moment. When we when we're looking at Pisces energy, right, and Pisces people, and I've said this often, the people that I hear the most from, you know, I want to go home, I don't belong here, you know, it's heavy being on earth, you know, all of this kind of stuff. It's usually, if someone says that to me, I ask them if they have sun, moon, rising in Pisces, right? So that's where the, those kinds of statements come from. But for some people, not for the self-aware people that I'm calling self-aware, but for some people, the under the, the reason for that is that their energy doesn't belong here, right? That their energy, Pisces energy, is at odds with physical energy, with Virgo energy, as it were, your opposite sign, with physical reality. And... There's, there's two parts to this, so I'm kind of hesitant. I'm trying to say, how do I... I'm not trying... Trust me, I'm not trying to edit myself. I'm trying to express all of it that's coming up. So here's the first part. There's the infinite part of you, which means you are everything, right? You, that whole everywhere you look, you find yourself, that comes from Pisces, right? That That's, that's a Pisces phrase that I've integrated and understood from Pisces energy. 
but you are everything. So when, and you know, I get it with Pisces connection with the 12th house and everything, you know, it's shocking to me. Like sometimes that can be prison isolation, you know, locking yourself away. Um, which I think is a misalignment with physical energy. Right. And you may think what? Because when we ourselves as human beings have boundaries, we don't need the physical boundaries. We don't need to go lock ourselves away from people. I can counter every objection. I can almost hear them as you're watching this. Right? Trust me. Sometimes when I pause, it's because I can, I don't, I think time, space and all of it falls away when we're doing this. So here's the other thing that comes up. No, but it's too much. The compassion, the understanding, the, emp the empathy, whatever, it's too much then you know this Pisces, that if you find yourself feeling that for someone else, it's because you're feeling it for yourself too, right? So in your own space, in your own time, you can give yourself something. It doesn't always have to be you go suffer in silence. And I know not everyone does that, but I want to address that first. I'm, I'm addressing all the concerns around what it means to be a Pisces. And this is why I was saying that if you say, Jay, you don't get it, I do get it why I'm addressing things like that, and you might have your own variations on that, is, or you know, that you see the world in a certain way, people don't get it, that, you're, that you have these mystical um, glasses on all the time, that's, you know, a mystical filter. And so that's difficult to, to communicate from, to explain that. You don't have to explain it. I always say this, you know, Luna Lovegood from Harry Potter, those of you that have read the books or watched the movies, she's a bloody Pisces, take it from me. And she is amazing because she just does Luna Lovegood. She doesn't try to translate it. She doesn't try to do whatever. She just is herself. Swimming in those infinite waters and stuff, right? That's where that oneness part comes from. Here's... The reason I'm kind of bringing all of this in and spent so long trying to introducing this factor to you. With this Saturn energy in your sign, with this set of your course card coming up, we're going to get to them in just a second. With this commitment, right? And at the end, we've got this star card, right? Which is your destiny, where you're headed. Um, you've got movement cards, you've got choices coming, you've got love coming up, you've got peace coming up, right? how you make peace with your nature which is that's where peace lies for you not in denying it not in hiding it not in judging it not in wishing it away not in being a victim of your own nature not in any of that stuff right and or rather all of that stuff but making your peace with it knowing that this is a part of being me like for example for me a part of being j aquarius sun Aquarius, um, Mercury, or a progressed um, sun in Pisces, if you want to play that game, uh, or having so many placements in Cancer, or having a Scorpio um, North Node, you know, whatever it is, part of is that I am insecure, is that I, I walk with insecurity all the time. I, I've always got this fear of that I will hurt people and that I am bad luck. You know, and you might not see it because you look at me and think, what? Like, you know, that look at what she does and stuff. Then she, you know, you might say that she, you help so many people, Jane, whatever. I know that, you know, I know that, but I'm talking, you know what I'm talking about. That deep, 
feeling that you can't get rid of the background programming the story that arises within us and maybe that was because of you know of the first year of our lives and the kind of caretaking or lack thereof that we received but I have stories like that as well same as everyone else fighting them hiding them you know that didn't work for me and accepting it is knowing that this is a part of who I am and that I become aware of when I act from that place and when I don't act from that place and but that's my nature right you know I accept that from as my nature now saying I accept that as my nature doesn't mean it's an excuse for me to react from that place so there are things about yourself that I would ask you not to judge it is Libra season but it's understanding that this is a part of your nature right um I did a I did a reading yesterday for a client Aquarius client who was with a Libra and they were saying all this stuff about what it means to be an Aquarius and I said yes and 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 so they had this conflict with their partner and I said yes but that is in the Libra's nature to be the other way so if you're arguing in that you're right and the Libra's they're not each of you is being true to your nature Now I want you to think about what I said right at the beginning of this, that the fish are flipped. And I feel that because of the cods were flipped, right? In, in that sense, which means it's time for that hidden fish to come up. And maybe that version of you that you are comfortable and there might be a mask, check out the Libra message. There was a lot around masks that we wear, right? It's time for that one to go into the shadows. If part of you has to go into the shadow, send the mask into the shadow. That one that you hide, let that come to the surface. There's so much more I can say on this, right? There's so much more, but let's just go there and hopefully it will give you a pointer. I mean, there's so many other talks and stuff that I will do. But I, I wanted to keep these short and I've just been going way over the times, but hey man, the message is the message. Okay, so let's begin with set your course. Now you know, now I'll show you why why all of that intro was necessary set your course know where you wish to go have a plan the right direction here's the quote or the the, the piece what the hell am i trying to say from through the looking glass it says would you tell me please which way i ought to go from here that depends a good deal on where you want to get to said the cat i don't much care where said alice then it doesn't matter which way you go said the cat very wise i love this quote and trust me as a reader a lot of the time i find myself playing the role of the treasure cat <coughs> and for these kinds of questions anyway alice like so many of us wants to know which way she ought to go you too may be asking yourself which way to go what direction to head in this can include questioning what your sole purpose is or asking for advice from others on what you ought to do which way to take your life, what decisions to make and what you need to do next. Alice is rather lost in Wonderland and when we are lost, it is only natural to ask those who seem to know more than we do for advice on what we ought to do and where we need to head. But as the Cheshire Cat points out so cleverly, the right direction for Alice depends on where Alice wishes to go. It is the same for you. So now you must spend some time focusing your thoughts toward knowing where it is you wish to get to. Once you have a better idea of your de desired destination, the ambition you wish to achieve or the dreams you wish to create, you will know what to do. 
Until you know that, it will be very hard for anyone to offer you any advice at all. This also applies to the, to the advice you give yourself. Don't flail about and don't be at the mercy of other people's advice or opinions. Uh, I won't go into it. I was about to go into a rant, but everyone knows how I feel about unsolicited advice, right? So let me just say that again. So this also applies to the advice you give to yourself. Don't flail about and don't be at the mercy of other people's advice or opinions. Ask yourself what you want to create, do, achieve and be. You can then seek the very best advice and head in the best direction for you. Here's a divination. Um, there's two messages to this. Div and one for each of your fish, I'm going to say. Right. It's a divination message. Know where you wish to go in this life. Set goals. Write a list of accomplishments. Realising that to bring your dreams into reality, which is sat but Saturn's helping you with that. In your and I mean, I feel like help. Trust old Saturn there. You know, that is bringing your dreams into reality. Right. You need to know what it is you want to do, be or create. The refusal to be flotsam any longer. Strike out in the best direction for you. Here's a reverse message. So here's the other fish. Unable to set a course drifting, saying you are going with the flow, but allowing others to send you this way and that. Asking, and that could be emotionally, when you're emotionally reactive. Asking for guidance without knowing where it is you wish to go. Refusing to plan or prepare. And then feeling confused as to why you seem to be stuck or thrown this way and that. First and foremost, we have this, right? So set a, set your course. Now, let's have a little look at this. this I wasn't going to do the astrology of it, but eclipse is happening in your eighth house. So this is where I think the kind of boundary stuff happens. And remember, boundaries are for us to change. It's a heads up, I'm changing my behaviour. So when I make my boundaries clear to someone, it's a heads up, I'm changing my behaviour. Not you need to change your behaviour. Because most of the time, I used to do that. I used to police other people's behaviour. Boundaries was an ex to get people to change. Now, I will make my boundaries clear and say, you're overstepping my boundaries. But as a heads up, if you do it again, I'm not responsible for what happens. Or you will get ignored or, you know, whatever it is. I, I'm not going to keep having this conversation, but those are my boundaries. <coughs> Excuse me. That's what boundaries are. It's for us to change our behaviour. It's a declaration of, you come past this. I was going to say loaded shotgun, but, you know, verbally, emotionally, whatever. I'm not advising people to do that. But the reason I say that is, and it's again Saturn, right? Saturn is the boundary, it's conflict. No, well, Saturn isn't conflict, but we have conflict at boundaries, right? Wherever you have a boundary, the outskirts of a city, the, the, the borders of a country, that's where the conflict will happen. And... Even ourselves, right? Even within ourselves, that wherever the, the boundaries that we set within ourselves or where we, where, we, where we split ourselves or divide ourselves, that's where there's conflict. And it's about addressing that conflict. But there's a lot of peace that comes in around this. I'll say that. Now, where was I going with all of that? Well, yeah. So th th that is a part of this now. This, that is, there may be conflicts around this. I understand, but your fish are getting flipped that's eighth house right which means Aries is in your second house there is something around money that comes up here but if you want to if you want to pursue your second house if you want to fulfill your second house if you want to make more money uh, know your value show your value you know have more of what you value right whatever it is that you have going on in that second house energy energy with the north node there which is preparing to come to your sign by the way 
right? And so the understanding I always say with the North Node is if this is around what you value and all the rest of it, like you're figuring that out, what you value determines who you are. That's the understanding that you're going to come into. That because I've, you know, felt this way, um, North Node in Gemini, um, th that's why I think this way, North Node in Taurus, we've just had. So, and that's what, because I feel that way and think this way, this is what I value, which means this is who I am. So that's, that's what's given you just the four signs that the North Node will go through in that sense, very kind of rough um, way of looking at it. So there's a, I wasn't joking when I said there's a lot going on in your reading. There really is. There really is. Um, but to do that, to go with that area, the changes have to be made in your eighth house which is going, and it doesn't always mean you need better boundaries. You know, for some people it might, but it's the understanding the boundary is for me to change my behavior, is for me to become, you know, feel safe enough to be who I am, right? So that's what the boundaries are there for. But also, for some, it may be to drop the boundaries, that your boundaries that you've had in place for a long time, they've become your prison. So you can't set a course or you're, you can't do this. And, you know, all boundaries are perfect for a certain period of time. But part of the discernment and the application of any any kind of belief system, any kind of exercise, any kind of cure or, you know, medicine or anything is to know the timing of it and to know what the actual problem is. And that changes. So the solution changes, right? Here we have timeline, time sorry, not timeline, but it says time life. So this, this is that mortality message from your season. And it, here's the quote by Robert Brault. Time is a figure eight at its centre, the city of deja vu. It's bloody weird, right? Anyway. Time, the ultimate thief, gradually takes from us and never gives back. A hooded priestess holds out her hand, offering us a lifetime in the form of an hourglass. Its shape suggests a cyclical nature that we might simply rotate and start afresh, which is unfortunately what, fortunately and unfortunately, right? So a lot of people that believe in reincarnation, they think that, you know, I'll do it next lifetime or on the other side or whatever I will do. I'll do it then. Um, I, I think that is to do a disservice to this lifetime to, to be focused on next lifetime and whatever. No matter what we say about past life regressions, you know, and that's all Pisces themes as well, that we only remember those stories and those past lifetimes based on what we need to know for right now, right? We see the reality that we need to see to confirm our own beliefs and whatever around that. So, yes, it can be very tempting to think, you know, I'll do it better next lifetime or this is because of last lifetime. But I'm going to say this. So it says its shape suggests a cyclical nature that we might simply rotate and start afresh. In smaller issues, that may be true. And indeed, we often sense repetition. But in the larger sense, the hourglass is simply an illusion. In truth, such perceived patterns are merely detours along one's journey. Here we see that the golden sand does not merely fall, fall sorry, does not merely fall to be recollected but escapes and eventually the glass will be empty and you see it here, it's seeping out, it's coming out of there. There will be no sand to flip it over, right? When you flip it over, there will be nothing in it. 
Time is a commodity that is never really ours, but merely something we have use of for a given period. The only way to ensure the balance in our favour is for us to use our allotted time fully before it is taken from us. Live every day, hour and minute to its fullest, which means as the Pisces that you are. And so what would allow you to be who you are? And I mean yourself. I don't, you know, go check out the, the talk that I did, the weekly Aquarian Insight on the Venus's message a Venus and Leo's message, right? Which that was in your sixth house that that took place. That message of, you know, um, the lion that's waiting to be fed is the one that's caged in a zoo. Everyone else, we have to go for it. We have to, you know, how tired we're feeling or whatever. Um, and it's your Pisces nature allows you to do this. So the very thing that is, that causes the pain, one of the fish, it's also the cure to this. I want to say that it very much is the case of that. So all the stuff that you wanted to hide or you're trying to overcome or you're trying to make more practical. Thank you, Virgo. Or, you know, all of that stuff. It's embracing all of that, accepting all of that. Committing to who you are. And how do you do that? Right. So the whole thing about the lion and it, you know, being fed and all the rest of it is you, you know, if, you, if you're waiting for the world to understand you, good luck with that. All that sound's going to be gone. If you're waiting for permission to be you, all the sound's going to be gone. If you're waiting for a thank you for all that you do, the sound's going to be gone. I'm not saying you, we shouldn't thank each other. I'm a big believer in thanking and showing my gratitude, right? But I never expect it. And I never, for me then, you know, when someone does thank you or shows you gratitude, it's overwhelmingly wonderful because you weren't expecting it. It's just gravy, right? It's all gravy. And so, oh, thank you. Like, you know, it's, it's wonderful to be appreciated in that sense, but because it was not expected. So I think I've given you your main message anyway, but let's go through this. I, I will read you, I've been doing this for the others. I'm going to read you some of them. Where's that book gone now? Okay. So each of these cards speaks to you. I'm not going to read all of them, but I'll read some of them. And I want to read you ring. And I'm going to give you the keywords for that star card because that's a big deal. Here's what ring says to you. It says a precious item is what I am to bind in marriage and commitment. I bring harmony in unions as long as negative cards are afar. I am the contract and the promise in partnerships and ventures. I am the symbol for completion and the form of eternal devotion. So basically the ring is a symbol of commitment. So coming into this, looking at what are you committed to? The course, the plan, the use of your time, <coughs> excuse me, a business idea. Like it could be literally in ways that you make money. I think it's speaking to the process. Cause remember this is, these are themes that we will explore in whatever area this is of our chart. This is, um, you know, we will explore ourselves. And so with fish coming up and fish are, here's the thing with fish. I see with fish, it can be money, right? It's abundance, whatever form that takes, but it also talks about trade. That's the thing that concerns me about this. I am committed to giving if I will receive, I'm committed 
to giving only when I receive, even worse, right? <clears throat> Remember what they said of the thing of like, I'm going with the flow, right? But not really. Flow is a theme that comes up with fish as well. Let me read this to you. So fish say, I bring plenty and abundance, a deal in commerce and sales. So trade, right? I advocate independence and promote self-reliance and trade. Water, express, oh, that's you guys, express, Ex sorry water expansion and flow is my department be careful not to tip the scales between tipsy and loaded you don't want to end up dizzy and bloated i'll read you a bit of the what it says about this because it's very important that you you get this bit right so it says the fish of the lenormand symbolize resources and money the three fish here in the blue depths show that we can dive deep to gather in food and abundance in some traditions, the card also symbolizes wealth, right? So it's about that diving. It's the place that you live, right? You dive deep. That's that's the place that you live. Where this card appears, it teaches us to make the most of the resources that we possess. In modern parlance, it means speculate to accumulate or making a little go a long way. The exact meaning is dependent on the cards around it. So now here's the bit that I was saying to you guys, that it is your very Pisces nature that you need. That's not the, yes, it's the problem, but it's also the solution. The commitment to being you, the fish. The, that your greatest resource, <clears throat> I think my throat's going, your, your greatest, and that was happening for Scorpio as well, I wonder if it's a water thing. Your greatest resource is all the stuff that you try to hide about being a Pisces. Or, no, 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 I know not everyone does, but... Hear me out, right? Even those of you that are out there loud and proud doing your Pisces madness, right? Which I love. Let me say it to the ones that don't. Let me say it to the, your brothers and sisters who, who can't, who are still struggling with it. Who are still, you know, dipping into the shadow of Virgo to try to repress their Pisces nature. To try to fit in with a world that, you know, increasingly will change. But is not very Piscean. It it, it makes shows Piscean stuff to be a weakness or a delusion, right? Um there are numerous studies that show that people that have a belief system, right, you know, that a, a religious belief or whatever, overall they're happier than people that don't, that don't believe in something outside of themselves. Or people that have children, for example, are happier than or they feel more fulfilled or their life has more purpose than those that do not. And yet still, there is this idea along in some circles that if you could profess to have some kind of religious belief or, or you know, believe in a God or spirituality or something, you're seen as an idiot. You know, that you must be a simpleton or an idiot. So I get it. But that will not, if you're waiting for that to change, it's for, you know, um, I need the world to make some room for my Pisces nature. It's not going to happen. The way it will happen is if Pisces come out and just be do Pisces out in the world. Speak your language, speak in your clicks and stuff, play the music to con to convey what it is, you know, do your interpretive dance, do your Sufi swirling, like whatever it is, do it. But that's the commitment here. And it changes everything, guys. Like you, know, you being, because that is who you are. You got love here. 
at the bottom so I, I i the way i pull these cards at the bottom is they are an expression of whatever this is so the commitment to the fish card do you want the fish fish so i think it that's what it's pointing to in this reading i would say it's an act of love to you and to others it's a gift to others look if you just take i don't know like you know take time off or you know you go off and do your little pisces stuff you're off at the ashram you're doing whatever and you only ever talk to me when you're you're feeling good you only if you only show me one of your fish right that's not a gift to me you know that's not i don't get to see all of you i don't get to love all of you so any relationship that you have with me is half a relationship and you are neglecting half of yourself right and here's the thing i know you got two fish but you know libra has the scales gemini has the twins you know you have signs of duality but every single person in the world has that has two sides to them do it as an act of self -love. commit to yourself as that is what love is now let's go over here so we've got rider over here this is the central um let's see oh god i have to put my glasses back Ryder says, I am always bringing news, look around me to see what it includes. I might be coming to visit or bringing you some changes. I'm fast and always on the move. If you see a negative card close by, you will probably not enjoy the reply. Now, but I'm going to go straight to lilies, which we have underneath this. I love the lilies. And look what it says for the lilies. Lilies say, calm, peace and serenity is what I preach. Your parents and elders show up under my symbol. And, and you know parents and elders that's very saturnian again so for, for me this is very much pointing to your nature and the role that saturn is playing there 2014 2015 i had saturn cross my ascendant uh, um 2015 2016 you know that for that period then and when saturn was an aquarius before this i had saturn cross my sun in, in fact saturn and jupiter were conjunct to my sun so I do get it. I promise you I get it. But it's almost like let it happen, right, in a way. Um, and I, I've, I'm going to guess this. It's probably been harder and harder for some of you to show up. Because this cannot be denied. It's that part of you that was always kind of ephemeral and, you know, not really fully there. It is solidifying. I know that's weird. How does ephemeral solidify? But in a sense, it does. It's harder to disguise. It's like you're, if you had an invisible friend, your invisible friend started to become visible, right? And when your fr invisible friend's invisible, you can go wherever the hell you want and take that little friend with you. But when it starts to solidify, everyone sees. And it's like, well, who's that weirdo with Pisces? Like, you know, that. So think of it in that sense. Uh, there's n I don't think there's any kind of hiding from this in some ways. Um, so let me just say this again. So calm, peace and serenity is what I preach. Your parents and elders show up under my symbol. I bring wisdom and experience. I signify a long-term relationship or ancestry. Content contentment and satisfaction is my angle. <clears throat> Excuse me. I just had a memory now. And now I remember you're reading that I did in Libra season, seasonal. 
the old soul. I mean, even that's very Piscean. So your messages are very, I can, I mean, I do all 12 of them and your one feels so different because it's imperative that you understand your own nature and make peace with it so you can move forward. Now, it again, we've got this very loving, soft nature. It doesn't, it's not brutal. That's just not Pisces way, compassionate, loving. Look around. The world needs more of that. But I know what the problem is. You can be compassionate. You can be loving, right? But it hurts when you don't get it back. But that's when we're treating our own nature like we're trading, like it's trade. Each sign, each person has their own gift, has their own purpose in life. And it doesn't, and sometimes I know it feels like that. That was me actually in 2016, 2015, 2016, where I just felt like, you know, I'm just bored. Even 2017, actually, you're doing a great insight of I'm just like butt monkey for the universe. Like, I'm just here to do and I'm never going to get anything. And I don't because money didn't matter to me. Like having a, a, a channel that was doing well didn't matter to me. I meant in more understanding, compassionate, loving ways. So I get that. I understand where that comes from. And I want to say this. This card, lady, has been coming up a lot. So it's that feminine energy. It's all the feminine, whatever that means to you. But that softer yin energy is what you're asked to embrace. That's how you get your peace from this. There is no isolation. I mean, there is a card. If you've got the tower, that's the lonely at the top card. So there, is, there are cards in this that signify go off and be on your own. You know, go off into your ivory tower or for, a fortress of solitude or whatever. This doesn't show that. This is about making peace with this so you can move forward. That's that's what I get from this. Um, so the expression of this, of uh, and, and with the message. So when you hear something from someone, when you take it in, right, it's not a statement on you. How could it be a statement on you? That's no one knows you. They're they're expressing from themselves of who this. It's an I statement. Every statement is an I statement. So for you, it's what do I want to nurture here? What do I want to grow here? What matters to me? What do I hold space for within myself and within others? Now you got twenty two. Um, I think it's called choices in this deck. Let's have a look. Yeah, sorry, choice. It says decision. If I could speak, that'd be great. Decisions and choices are what I offer. Alternate directions are what I augur. I speak in multiple and double. And when I'm in a relationship, I might be trouble. So there's more than one choice, right? And that's why it could be. It could be trouble in a relationship if you've got more than one. Obviously, you have two people, but if your options are more than one person. But we're moving forward and move, to move forward, we must make a decision. But you can change for the sake of change or you can go towards your destiny, towards your, your true north, your direction that you understand. I want to say your soul's path, which I don't usually use language like that, but it feels that way with all of this coming up. So three ship, it says, I take you on a vacation or a business trip. You will need a suitcase for where we are going. Distance is what I am known for. And I'm constantly in motion. Look at the cards next to me for the clues, for the clues and cues to the changes I bring in your life's journey. Um, let's see.
But I just see this as a movie before. I was trying to see if there was anything else interesting that comes up around this. Oh gosh. What I'm going to do is I'm going to read you the key words for this that so we know how this is expressed. Right? Choices. This is set your course, basically. Make a decision to set your course to go forward. And you'll actually move a lot faster and it'll be a lot more pleasant than you give it credit. I'll tell you that with the ship. That was part of the, the message that came up there. Where's this book now? I want to give you the keywords for number 16. Start. And this is these are the keywords. Inspiration, vision, guidance, destiny, healing, improvement, ingenuity, the arts, clarity, wishes, eternity, promise, hope, encouragement, divine providence, mercy, insight, idealism, space, genius, spiritual guidance, cosmos, blueprints, overviews, blessings, visions, ethical, transparency, intelligence, revelation, shining, brilliant, harmony, spiritual protection, miracles, brotherly love, commonwealth, innovation, trust, confidence, charting a course, planning, heaven, celestial, sight, exposed. So that exposed part is coming out, right? It's shining like a star. <clears throat> Excuse me. I just want to see if it comes up in relation to any of the other cards that you've got here. No, it doesn't. It is your true nature that's going to show you where it's your true nature that must set your course. Um, both the fish, not just one of them, right? Remember the fish are flipped. And it is this understanding of it's time now or never. And I'll, I say, I said this to Leo a lot. I'm going to say it to Pisces. If not now, then when? If not you, then who? That's the commitment to your fish. Like, please be committed to your fish. I'm going to say that. Um, <clears throat> there is a peace that will come from that. And there are choices you can make right now. You know, do I stay? Do I go? Do I whatever? And if you don't, like, this is heartfelt energy will show you. But if you're talking about this as an expression of who you are, of what, this is what I love, this is who I am, this is what I nurture, this is how I'm, I choose to use my allotted time on this earth, right? A portion of it. You do that, you make a choice, you move forward. And it's, it feels like your soul's path. I'm going to use that term. But there you go, my lovelies. Those are your messages. I love you guys very much. I will see you next time. But that's all for now. Goodbye.